0: This podcast was brought to you by Pastor Brian Calstrip and Fellowship Church. For more information, visit thefellowship.church. Well, you guys ready to get into the Word of God? Yeah. A few of you are, a few right here in this section. How I many of you guys are ready to get into the Word of God? There you go, there you go. There's a little more expectation there, amen? Well, hey, I, uh, um, I've got something that's, uh, that's just been kind of stirring in my heart and so let's pray and then we'll get into it father we just come before you today we thank you for this portion of uh of this service and uh what it is that you want to do father i know that there's words that i speak but i also know lord that the holy spirit is going to pick up where i leave off and he's going to speak to hearts and speak to lives and he's going to change us he's going to change us from the inside out and we just thank you father for it in jesus name amen. amen amen well hey so today, I brought one of these. And I think pretty much everybody in here knows what this is. <laughs> no, it's not Pizza King, but it is a Casey's Pizza Box. How many of you guys had Casey's Pizza this last week? Anybody in here? A few of you, okay. Well, our family eats a fair bit of Casey's Pizza. And, uh, and so, um, but a couple different times, I've, I've gotten pizza and I set it down on the counter and this message comes to me It says this, things are going to be different around here. <laughs> and you know, the first time I, I was like, huh, that's weird, you know? And 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 I didn't think anything of it. And then uh, you know a few weeks later we got pizza again, and I throw the box up there. I'm like, things are going to be different around here. I was like, Lord, you know, is there something that you're trying to tell me here? And then I and then I realized I realized something for a split second. If I keep eating this pizza, things around here are going to be different. <laughs> But then I was like, "No, there's there's something else to it, you know." And so today I wanna I wanna talk to you about th- uh, that things are different when you know in the month of September we started talking about. Uh, character. We did three weeks on character uh, back at the beginning of September. And uh, those were three messages that were, I believe, were great. They were kind of a springboard for uh, the small groups that are meeting currently right now. They're going through a book called uh, Character is King. And uh, um, it's just been great. I, I have loved hearing uh, the, the, uh, just the, the, the responses back from people about how uh, this book and the messages really spoke to their lives. And, and uh, you know, even in my own life, you know, I've 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 wrestled, and I've I've you know read a lot of this book, and looked at it a lot, you know. So I've, I've I've looked at my own life and looked at my own character. You know, we talked about a fact here uh, a month or so ago that character is your mark. It's what your mark is, and and we also looked at the fact that we never rise above our character. You know, and so I've just been looking at this and considering it. I've been asking the Holy Spirit, you know, what is it that, that you're wanting to change in me? What are those things in me or in, in my mark that needs to change? And, uh, and how many of you know sometimes you don't get it right the first time around? Anybody in here or am I alone in that? Right, you know, we we sometimes we we miss it. We don't get it right. We're gonna okay, man. We're gonna do this again. We're gonna do this again. We try and just psych ourselves out, like like the third grade. You know, I've been we just got done with third grade football, but there was this one kid, man, on the team, and it's like, I mean, it's not even full contact, but man, this guy had just my spirit in him. I mean, he hits his head like he's got to pull a flag, you know. So he's just like, and I think sometimes that's what we do when when we're when we're working on something and we don't necessarily get it so we're like, I'm oh, okay, come on, come on. You know, and then we sometimes we miss the mark again and we fail again. And it can be kind of discouraging, you know. And and so, and so you you ask yourself this question, why? Am I not changing? Why is there not a, a change taking place? And I think that, you know, when it comes to, to what Casey's is trying to do, you know, actually, I ask my question, what, what are you trying to tell me? You know, things are going to be different. Like, what does that mean? What does that even mean? Like, why are you putting that on a box? And, and actually, I think it's because of the last part that, it's, that they have a new thin crust. So, if you haven't tried that, try that. They're not a sponsor yet, but that's really what this is all about. But... The thing that you gotta understand is is that, you know, they're, they're trying to communicate a message. They're trying to communicate to their customer base that already buys and eats too much pizza, like myself, that they're doing something different, that they're trying to do so. I, I did a little bit of research. I mean, they, they have a new CEO that started here a few years ago. I mean, this, the, like their trajectory is like just through the roof, right? And it's because they're doing things different. They're changing things. And and so I think that sometimes we, you know, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get their customers and their people that are working for them to think differently, you know. And, and uh, you know, sometimes when it comes to change, we don't like that. We struggle with it. It's it's not fun. It's not something that, that we want to do. We struggle to adjust. We struggle to accept, you know, and, and it can create friction. And so I don't think, though, that that is really the problem. The problem is not what it creates in us. But the problem is is, is that it's the person's thinking about change. It's, it's how they think about change. It's their thinking. It's what's taking place right up here in their mind. It's what's taking place in our minds each and every day, how we're thinking. You know, Proverbs 23.7 says it this way. I have it right here. It says, as a person thinks, that's who they become. Do you know that how you think is who you will become, if you're thinking positively, you're going to have positive things that come in your life. If you're thinking negatively, you're going to have negative as a result. And so we have to understand that we will always, we will always have what we think. Albert Einstein, you guys know Albert Einstein, he said this, that thinking like we always have is what got us where we are. And it's not going to get us to where it is that we're going, where we're going. So we all want to go to a different place. We all want to rise up and and, and rise to another level and and our character be, to be changed and move to a different level. And we want the Lord to bless us and we want to, to, to advance in our knowledge. But we have to realize that in order to do that, it's going to require that we change our thinking, you know, and and so you know, when it comes to this character, you know, maybe it's a character issue where you're not a person of your word. Maybe it's a character issue where you have, you know, you have anger issues or you're volatile. I don't know what it is. You know what it is. In your heart of hearts, deep down inside, there is something that that you really want victory over in your life. You really want to change. Maybe it's a character issue. Maybe it's a situation, you know, between a husband and a wife. Maybe it's a situation with a loved one or a friend. Maybe it's a, a situation at work that you want some to be different but you find yourself always thinking about it and so today my my the whole idea behind this is is to to help you to to look at how it is that you're thinking about that situation because i believe and we will find out today that when we change the way that we think about whatever it is it can change and so and so, um, you know where the mind goes, the man follows. where the mind goes, where your mind goes is where the man follows. Your life can be different. your character, your mark, it can be different. when we in your notes, this is the first point, when we change our thinking, we can change our life. when we change our thinking. We can change our life. And so, you know, you change your thinking, you can change your character. If you change your thinking, you can change your marriage. If you change your thinking, you can change your business or your your workplace. If you change your thinking, you can change your family or your church. The problem is, is that most people have been taught not how to think, but what to think. And so today, I wanna to talk about how we should be thinking, how our thoughts direct the course of our lives. You know, the educational system in, in, in uh, many of the schools that, that, that we have all gone to or that we're a part of, they teach us what to think. It's a bunch of information. You know, when I'm, when I'm creating a message, I, I understand sometimes that there is information, but, but, but for me, it's like, I want there to be application. How do I, how do we work this out in our lives? I don't want it to just be something that sits up here and takes space in my head or your head. I want it to be something that we are working out. And so how is it that we do it? And so, and so we, we look at John, or I'm sorry, Joshua 1.8 to determine how it is how should we think? Not what should we think? How should we think? Look what it says. It says, study this book of instruction, which is the Bible. Study this book of instruction continually. Continually. Does that mean we can take a break? Does it mean we can stop? Does it mean we can, you know, ah, oh, we'll just leave that on the the the, the table for a while. No. He says continually, study it continually. And then get this. This is where we're talking about today. Meditate on it day and night. So that you will be sure to obey everything that is written in it. Only then, only then will you prosper and succeed. And I think that if everybody that's in here is honest, it's like, we wanna prosper. And we want us to su- succeed, correct? But but what we have to understand is that there's a this part of meditation. And I think the world has kind of skewed that whole thing when it comes to meditation. That it's like some type of a yoga thing or whatever. Meditation is, I mean, you're meditating, some of you right now. I, I showed you guys this Casey's Pizza Box and you are thinking about the next time that you can get your favorite Casey's Pizza. This guy over here, he's thinking about Pizza King Pizza because he doesn't like Casey's pizza. So he's meditating. We're meditating. And, And meditation is really simply what you continually think about. You mull it over and over and over in your mind, and you just continue to think about it. Sometimes it's we meditate about a wrong that somebody has done to us. And so we just, day after day after day, it's like we push play on a, on, a, on a recording and it just continues to play. And when you listen and you listen and you listen, that's meditation. You're meditating on what they've done. You're meditating on how, you, you know, how something didn't work. You're maybe meditating on how you didn't get a raise and somebody else did. Or maybe on somebody that got a promotion and you didn't. You meditate and you think. That's what meditation is. And so Joshua is saying, listen, don't meditate on what hasn't happened. Don't meditate on the wrong. Don't meditate on on, on on the things of this world. No, meditate on the word day and night. That's how we are to think, <laughs> meditate and think constantly. I'll give you a great example. You went back when Rachel and I got married. I wanted a I wanted a motorcycle so bad my dad, he wouldn't let me have one when I was living in the house because he thought I couldn't drive one and I'd wreck it and I'd die. And when I I got out of the house. I'm like, that's it. I'm buying a motorcycle. And I thought about it and I thought about it and I meditated on it and I looked at them and I considered and I surfed the net and I looked everywhere. And wouldn't you know it, I found one. In California, of all places. Now, when I think about this, it's just, to me, it just makes my mind go tilt, because it's like, I cannot believe that I bought a motorcycle, sight unseen, sent him my hard-earned money, and, and then had them ship it to me on a trailer, on a truck. And sure enough, it showed up, and there it was. In all of its glory, everything that I bought, thank God for his grace and mercy, Amen. But man, we just enjoyed it. But I'll tell you what—it came down to meditating and thinking on it, and we all do that. It's like if you meditate and think about, you know, that you need a new wardrobe or you need a new car or you need a new house. What hap- What ends up happening? You act on what it is that you are thinking about, whether it's good or bad. And so, so here's another thing that you need to understand: is there's a little bit of a little equation here in Joshua one eight, and that is this: your speaking plus your thinking equals you obeying, right? So what you're speaking, and, 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 the, and Joshua 1 said to speak it out of your mouth, keep it in your mouth, keep it in your heart, keep it in your life, think on it, meditate on it, day and night. And when you do that, what you end up doing is, is you end up obeying it. And the result though is, is that we prosper, we're, we, we have success, We deal wisely in the affairs of life and just like Casey's is trying to do, things are different around here when we do this. Things are different in our lives when we speak the word, when we meditate on the word, we obey the word. And life is better. Things are better. There's blessing. But see, the exact opposite is true. You know, when it comes to blessing and and prospering, if we're, not, if we're not speaking right and we're not thinking right, we're doing something completely different and something completely contrary to the word of God. And the result is, is we're not blessed and we don't have success. And so we really have to uh, uh, think about how we're thinking, you know, and, and, um, Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson put it this way, that a person is what he thinks about all day long, what you think about all day long. Now, if you're writing down in your notes today or if you've got something to write with there, you need to write down what you are continually thinking about. Because it might be that the Spirit of God is speaking to you about something that you need to change. That you need to change your way of thinking in that area of your life. And it'll help you. It'll help you to prosper. And it'll help you to succeed. He wants that for you. So my question to you today is, how are you thinking? How are you thinking? How am I thinking? We really need to think about how we think. And, and, you know, for years, and, you, and many of you guys know this, this uh, testimony, but, but for years, I thought I couldn't speak. Why? Because of a failure. I failed one Wednesday night, crashed and burned. I had 46 pages of notes, and it took me like seven and a half minutes. And I just, in shame, I told dad, I'm done. And I sat down and I vowed, I said, I ain't ever getting back up there. And for seven years, I believed the lie. I thought, I thought about it. Every time would every time say, hey, it's time to speak, I mean, no, I ain't speaking. Why? Because in my mind, it was on repeat. It was on repeat. Week after week, month after month, year after year, I believed and thought and thought, I can't do this. I cannot stand up here and put sentence in, you know, out and make it make any sense. And so I didn't do it. I didn't do it because of how I thought. Now, thank God. He helped me because, you know, not only did I think those thoughts, but that it brought something else. It brought shame. It brought shame upon me because it's like I knew it was what I was supposed to be doing, but I wasn't doing it. And so what we see is, is we see that the cycle in our lives where when we continue to think something, it just heaps this stuff onto our lives. And thankfully, he helped me to, to understand something, and, and, I, and I stepped out. And so number two is, is this, is that there is a battle there is a battle for our thinking. you got to understand, each and every person that's sitting in this room today, young, old, man, woman, there is a battle for your thinking. 2 Corinthians 10.4 uh, four says, I don't have this in your notes, but there is a, there's a battlefield and it's in your mind. It's, it's not a natural one. It is a spiritual warfare that's going on for the focus of your mind for the direction of your mind. Man, the enemy wants to take you a different direction. God wants to take you, the Spirit of God wants to take you a different direction. And so there's a battle that's right in the middle and it's right between your eyes thankfully i got the the victory in my in my battle but if i'm honest with you guys even though i may have gotten the battle or won the battle and, and had the victory and i'm standing up here today and you know we can celebrate that i am if i'm honest with you there are still times that he comes back who, who am i talking about he i'm talking about the enemy the adversary the devil he comes back to me, he'll say things, he'll, he'll put little seeds in my, in my mind, he'll try to get me to think, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, you're no good. Did you see that video there, so much better than you? I mean, it just goes on and on, why, why? Because he's trying, there's a battle. There's a battle for how I think. Now, if I, if I go into that and I just say, yeah, you're right, man, I am not any good, and I go down that road in my thinking, is that going to bring me success? Is that going to prosper my life? No. And the same thing is true for you as a believer. You guys, you guys deal with it in different ways, and the enemy works on you in different ways. And you just have to recognize, wait a minute. Man, I've been thinking about this. Just like Brian, he entertained that thought for like seven years. I've been entertaining this thought for 10 or 12 or whatever it is. And if you come to the realization, man, I have just been thinking wrong. I need to begin to think right. I need to change the way that I think. Because why? There is a battle for your thinking. And if, you, if, you, if we go through life and we don't understand and grasp this idea and this point that there is a battle for our thinking and we just think whatever it is that we wanna think, we're not gonna prosper, we're not gonna be blessed. Why? Because, because when we think whatever it is that we wanna think and we don't resist as the Bible talks about the thoughts that come to us, take them captive and, 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 and basically compare the thought that we have to what the Word of God says, what ends up happening. We just think, well, it just came into my mind, so man, I'm, I just go with that. And we, and we follow that line of thinking in our lives, and it, and it leads us down a road that, that isn't his best. It's not his best for our lives, because the enemy, it is his primary way of, of, of entering our lives. Look at this. It's our primary point of attack to poison your mind. It's his primary point of attack to poison your mind. You have to understand that. Like, I don't know about you, but when I drove to church today, the devil was not sitting in the back seat. Lauren was sitting in the passenger seat, but the devil was in my car. When I'm at my house, the devil's not sitting at my kitchen table. He's not sitting on my recliner. He's not flipping through my my channels. Where is he at? His primary point of attack is poisoning my mind and poisoning your mind. We just, you just have to understand that. You have to understand that the thoughts that are coming to you when you're, when you're sitting here, when, you're, when you leave this place, when you go home, when you're at work, you have to understand that is the primary way that he's going to enter into your life and cause you, cause you to not experience blessing. Now, I don't wanna tell you how long ago this was, but this was decades ago. Decades ago, when I was a young guy, they redid Highway 6. They, and by, by that I mean, they, re, they reapplied asphalt. It was really bad, it needed to be done. And I can remember it, man, because they put up this big asphalt plant and, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, I love construction. So it's like they got all these different things and trucks and tractors and all this stuff and they're moving all this stuff. And I can remember they set this thing up and it was huge. And, and, and they used that plant to resurface Highway 6. And man, they they get it done. The highway's nice and smooth. It's got those nice new lines. How many of you guys like those? They started doing that in Southwest Iowa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that they're remembering us down here in Southwest Iowa. But anyway, so we have this nice smooth road, and they get all done, and they they pick up all the stuff, and, and then there's it's, it's laying out there. Uh, it's just like leftover stuff and they go out there and they do their best and they clean it all up and I can remember the next year then they go and they plant this thing and it's like you drive by and it's like you could see exactly where the asphalt plant sat like I mean the exact outline of where the thing sat and I mean it was so funny because year after year the corn would like just to the, where the asphalt plant wasn't sitting, the corn would grow up and it would just be beautiful and tall, you know, like it, like it gets. But where that asphalt plant sat, it was like, just like really sparse. There were sparse spots and some of them didn't grow very high and, and it looked like some of them didn't even have ears on them. And I mean, it was just like, and, and, and they would go out there and they would disk it up, and they'd plow it up, and they'd put lime on it, and they'd fertilize it. They'd do all these things, and they're trying to fix this piece of property that was poisoned by asphalt. And, and year after year, I mean, to this day, you drive past that spot where they had that asphalt plant, and the corn never, ever grows to the height and to the potential that the rest of the field does. And that is exactly what takes place in our minds when we, when we allow ourselves to think whatever it is that we want to think, and, and we allow him to come in and poison our minds, it's like that area of our life looks exactly like that area of the field. Like the rest of the field is like just great. It's got great, you know, great height corn, great, uh, produces great ears of corn, and, and everything's good. But in that one area, and so for us it can be it could be in our job it could be in our potential and what it is that 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 he has for us he has greater things for us but because we cannot get past the poison that the enemy has been putting into our mind the 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 growth in that area it, it's it's restricted Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your kids. I don't know. Maybe it's within the area of money. You grew up and in your mind you think about money and it's, the way that you think about it is, is, is negative. And you think you will never have enough and that you can't get, you'll, you, I'm not gonna get by. And so that area, that area of your field is stunted. The growth of it is stunted. There's no, no, there's no fruit because why? Because that primary point of attack that the enemy uses is, is our thinking. And you've allowed him to poison that area of your thinking. And so today, you just got to recognize like, no, 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 no. We're going to fix this. We're going to fix this. We're going to change this. I am done. I am going to stop the poisoning in this area of my life because there's blessing. There's blessing in my marriage. There's blessing in my job. There's blessing on my life. And I'm not going to allow him to continue to poison that area. And so... If we allow him to, he'll kill the potential. He'll kill the potential of that area of your life if you continue to think the, the way that you think. He'll stunt the growth. It'll stunt our ability. It'll limit the fruit of our life. And so we have to make sure that we, we understand. Listen, the devil knows the word. And here's one thing that he knows. He knows Proverbs 3:7. 7. Uh, I'm sorry, Proverbs 23, 7. And it says that... For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. The devil knows that. He knows that how you think in your heart is how you're going to be. And so, man, he's doing what he can do to, to poison you in that area. And so he doesn't have to defeat you. He just has to convince you that you're defeated. He doesn't have to kill you. He just has to make you think that there's nothing more to live for. He doesn't have to stop you. He just has to plant a seed of, I can't. He doesn't have to make you poor. He just has to get you to think that nobody will hire you or that you'll never make it. And so I don't know who it is or who, where you're at in this. But you have to understand that he understands however you think is what you become. And he's going to do whatever it is that he can do to try to keep you from fixing your thinking in an area of your life. And so we have to fix our thinking. How have you been thinking lately? I would say by this point in the message that you know how you've been thinking. You know in your heart and in, in your life how it is that you've been thinking about yourself, about others, about your spouse, about your job, about your kids. Today is the day. Today's the day to change it. Look at what John 8, says. It says that you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out the father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So here's my whole point in all of this when it comes to this. It's just that you have to understand how the enemy works, you have to understand this is the way that, that he comes into your life, you have to call things for what they are. If he's lied to you, you have to say, wait a minute, I remember John 8, 44. He says he's a liar and the father of lies, and so if something comes into your life, and you're like, well, that's a lie. Oh, that's not from God, God's not, God's not you know, bringing condemnation or anything like that, no. That's a lie that, that the enemy wants me to believe and I'm not, I'm not believing that lie. I'm going to resist the devil and he will flee. So his goal is to conv- convince us to doubt, to question, to wonder, and to second, God, uh, second guess his God and his word. That's what he's trying to do. So we, we, you, now that we know, we know what it is. It's, it's like the, it's the oldest trick in the book. You guys remember it with Adam and Eve, you know, Eve's in the garden. God says, don't touch the tree. She and she believed it. She's like, Okay, I get it. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna touch the tree. And then the devil comes along. He's like, Well, what's the big deal? What did he do? He offered her a new thought. He offered her a new thought and she considered it. She's like, Well, now wait a minute. And by offering her that one thought, what did it do? It changed how she felt about the tree. And the same thing is true in our lives, guys. In any area of your life, He's going to come to you and he's going to lie. He's going to offer you one thought. He might, he might say to you, Yeah, you know, do you really love her anymore? What is he doing? He's offering you a new thought. And, and you know, you fell head over heels for her when, when you first got married and you loved her and, and all those things. But now, because he offered you a new thought, you're, you're like, You know, maybe I don't. And what does it do? That one thought changes how you feel. But your thoughts, your feelings follow your thoughts. You guys know that, man. I mean, if there's anybody in here that's a type A personality like myself, you start thinking about things and what does that do? That leads you down a dark road. Can I get a witness? It really probably doesn't matter what personality profile you have. If you start thinking you know, negative thoughts, it's gonna take you down a road that is not positive. But you have to understand, man, this is the oldest trick in the book. That's how the enemy has worked from the very beginning. It's just understanding, you know what? That's, that thought is ridiculous. And so that thought is from the devil. I am not going to believe that thought. I am not going to meditate on that thought. I'm going to take it captive. I'm going to resist it. Why? Because I want blessing in my life. I want my life to prosper. And if I keep thinking about that, that area of my life is not going to prosper. So it's the oldest trick, and we just have to know it. Satan offers the new thought, and the same thing is true Today. Just as it was with Eve, God's, you know, his word says God's will is to heal you. What does he do? He can just offer you one thought that says, oh, healings, yeah, I don't know that healing can work for you today. You have not lived right, so healing's probably not gonna work for you, and you believe that thought. Another thing is is that miracles, sometimes we, we look at miracles as like, well, miracles died with the prophets. Why would that ever happen? And so we, we just think, okay, well, it doesn't, not gonna work, and so we think that. Tithing, the, the enemy man, he'll take you and just say, ah, oh, you don't need to tithe, it's okay. It doesn't matter what the word of God says, it doesn't matter, it's okay, just keep it to yourself. You, you know, why is it? He's offering us a thought, why? To keep us from the blessing of God. And so we have to recognize that. And so, things can be different. Things can be different, just like Joshua 1.8, different when we think different. John 8.31 says that the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So, we've come to the conclusion, and we know, man, that's how the devil operates. He operates through lies, but we know that the word of God is truth. And the truth is what sets us free. So man, what we do is we just have to decide, okay, I'm gonna begin to replace my thinking, what it is that I continually am thinking on, I'm gonna replace it with the word of God. I'm gonna replace it with his truth. And when I do that, I'm gonna begin to think differently and I'm gonna begin to operate differently. And so in your notes, number one is this, when you believe the truth, you unbelieve the lie. When you believe the truth, you unbelieve the lie. And it's just like Joshua said back in Joshua 1.8, that man, it's a day and day, day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night. Can we do it first thing in the morning? Nope, not just first thing in the morning, day and night. Can I do it just right before I go to bed? Nope, day and night, day and night. You know one thing that I, that I like? I got a lot of sticky notes. Anybody in here like sticky notes? I like to write on a sticky note. And I put it right where I look a lot. So that sometimes when I'm you know, working along and I look over, there's the sticky note. Sometimes I think that that's what we need to do. We need to find the truth of God's word concerning our life, maybe it's healing, maybe it's finances, maybe it's you know, walking in love, I don't know. Man, just write it on a sticky note and put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your dash, Put it in those places on a shelf that you look at every single day. Why? Because you're trying to get your your mind to meditate and roll it over and think about it and meditate on it. Why? So it can bring change and blessing in your life. Things can be different. Number two, you cannot have a positive life with a negative mind. Some will say nobody can be positive all the time. A little negative thinking won't hurt. I can remember, I think this is, a, it's, it's kind of a, a well-known illustration, but my mother-in-law, I, th- I think she did it at camp one year, she was talking about, um, she to the kids, she said to the kids, I've got some brownies here for you, but I just want you to know, I didn't have enough chocolate chip cookies, or chocolate chips, and so I had to use a little bit of poo. I put a little bit of poo into the brownies. <laughs> now it's okay, There's just a little bit. Now, if I were to bring real brownies here today and say that to you, would there be anybody in here that would eat those brownies? Not unless you are starving. But no, we wouldn't. Why? Because a little bit of, of something ruins the whole batch. Galatians says that a little bit infects the whole thing. And so the same thing is true in our lives. Man, we gotta be on our guard when it comes to our thinking. We gotta be on our guard when it comes to the thoughts that are coming into our mind and recognize, man, this is not of God. I can't think this way. I can't continue to think this way. And so... There's a battle that is within. Romans 7.22 says that the inner being, uh, uh, for my inner being delights in God's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging a war against the law of the mind, making me a prisoner of the law of sin and working within my members. Another one is found here in Galatians 5.17 that says that they are in conflict with each other so that you don't do what you wanna do. So we have to understand, man, there is a battle, but we can win it. We can win the battle that is in our mind by meditating and thinking about and looking at continually and confessing his word in our lives. So number three is whoever dominates the war of the soul directs the whole. If we win this, the, the battle that's in our mind, it will direct our whole life. Everything that we do, everywhere that we go, every area of our life, if we're winning in those areas, it will win in that thing. Arnold Bennett said that your mind is a, uh, a sacred enclosure into which nothing harmful can enter except by your permission. It's up to you. It's up to me. If we want things to be different, if we want to change It all's gonna start up here. It all starts in what it is that we are giving permission to in our thinking. And so as we bring this to a close, here's some things, things can be different around here as Casey said, things can be different in your mind. And they can be different when, number one, we align our thoughts with the word of God. When we align our thoughts with the word of God. Look what it says here in Ephesians 5.25, it says husbands, you're gonna love this, husbands, wives are gonna love this, husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to make her holy cleansing her by the washing of the water through the word. Did you know that the word cleanses? It's a cleansing agent. It washes us. Psalms 1, 3 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinner or sit in the seat of a mocker, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates. Man, again. Joshua said it, and now David. Meditate day and night. He is like a tree. Listen, this is the best part. He's like a tree that's planted by streams of water which yields fruit. Wow, that's funny. It's kind of like that field that we were talking about. So if I meditate day and night, I'm going to have a field that yields fruit in season whose leaf doesn't wither. Man, no, no, no leaf in my life, no leaf in any area of my life is gonna wither, why? Because I'm meditating on his word day and night, and whatever he does prospers. Man, that's good, that's so good. Number two is, the number two thing that we gotta do when it comes to, it's different when we let our, we let the mind of the master Be the master of our mind, right? We need to have the mind of Christ every day. It's like, Father, I just thank you that you're you're helping me. You're helping me in my thinking. And I just honor, I honor you in my thinking, how I'm thinking. God, I wanna think your thoughts. I wanna think your ways. I know that your ways are higher than my ways. And man, I wanna think those thoughts. And so I just ask you to help me in my thinking. And man, when you begin to do that and you begin to meditate and he drops, maybe it's a verse, maybe it's two, a, a scripture in the morning. It's like you just be begin to think about that day all day long. You're just rolling it around and you're not thinking about the other things that, that wanna k- come in and, 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 and steal your focus, no. No man, he 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 spoke to me. I need to walk in love today. I'm just gonna walk in love. I'm gonna walk in love with my kids. I'm gonna walk in love with my wife. I'm gonna walk in love with the person that turns in front of me. I'm gonna walk in love with you know. And 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 we just take what it is that he shares with us. That 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 way that is higher than our way. We take that way and we just we just mull it around in our mind and in our heart. Day, all day and all night, man. We we set the alarm to get up in the morning and we just lay in bed and we just we just mull around that scripture and say, Lord. Lord, I just thank you. I just thank you that you meet and supply every single need according to your riches and glory, and you just, as you go to sleep, you're just meditating on what it is that he's promised. And it changes the course of your life. It changes your marriage. It changes your family. It changes your workplace. It changes the church. It changes everything. So it's so important to know that things can be different when we change our mind. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we just come before you today. I thank you, Father, for our time here. What a powerful word, your word, Father God. You you told us in your word that your word is what separates, it separates. And I believe today, Father God, that it has absolutely done that. It has separated between those thoughts that are negative and those thoughts that are of you. And so Father, t- today I pray for my family and for this church and all those that are that are here and maybe watching online, I just thank you that your word is helping to separate, Father, from, from, from that which they've been doing to that which you you have in store for them. There is a great plan and a great purpose that you have for their life, Lord, but I just pray that you will strengthen them to think right, to think right. Man, when they're challenged in their thinking, I just thank you, Lord, that the, the Spirit of God will rise up inside of them and say, no, 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 that is not truth, this is truth, and that they will go with the right way of thinking in their lives. I thank you, Father God. For what it is that you want to do in our lives, in our homes, in our businesses, and in this church, help us. With every head bowed and every eye closed, we don't wanna leave this place without giving everybody an opportunity. If you are far from God, maybe you've known him and you don't know him any longer and you've kind of walked away and turned your back on him, today's the day to get right. We don't wanna leave this place without you being in right standing and right fellowship. He loves you and he wants you to come back. So if you're that person and you you don't know him, maybe you no, don't even have a relationship with him or maybe you had a relationship with him and you just start, find yourself far from him. Today is your day to get back right with him. Just, I and with, if you're that person, just raise up your hand and say, Brian, that's me. I need you to pray with me. I need you to, I need to get back in right standing with him. If you're that person, or or people, just with your hand, just put it up and say, that's me, and you can put it right back down. Is there anybody in here? I see that hand. Anybody else that wants to join this one? You're far from him, or maybe you don't know him. Today is your day. Today is your day, today is your day. Anybody at all? All right, well we're gonna pray with this one. So I just want everybody to just join me in this prayer with this one and just just repeat it out loud so you can hear yourself. Father, I just thank you for you sending your son to die on the cross and forgive me of my sins. And today, I confess my sin and I thank you that you've forgiven me and brought me back into right fellowship with you. I thank you that you love me and that you care for me and that my best days are ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen. You know, before we dismiss, I want you guys to know we've got a prayer team that they'll be down here after service and if there's something that's specific that you have need of when it comes to uh, something that's going on in your life, they, they want to agree with you. They want to help you, they want to encourage you. We have resources and some mini books and so if you're that person and you find yourself in a place where you just need somebody to, to pray with you and agree, the Bible says that if any two of us agree it's touching anything, it'll be done. So you can come down here right after service. They'll be standing here for a while after service. Just, just come and talk to them, and they'll help you with whatever it is that's going on in your life. Amen? Amen. Well, hey, let's pray over the food before we leave and then we'll be dismissed, amen. Father, we just come before you today. We thank you for this great day that we get to to, to gather together as a spiritual family and just enjoy one another's company, Father. We pray over the food and we ask you, Lord, to just bless it and nourish it to our bodies, Father. We thank you that you do take all sickness from our midst. We thank you, Father, that we are blessed coming in and going out. We thank you, Father God, for a great afternoon. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, hey. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to have a great time at the Fall Festival. If you didn't know we were having a Fall Family Festival, you need to stay. We've got a new tractor ride that's going to be a blast. I'm expecting to see adults out there in these carts. Uh, We've got inflatables, pony rides. You know, maybe the adults shouldn't ride the ponies, but you guys are more than welcome to ride our new tractor train. So you guys can go ahead and stand up, greet those that are around you. And uh, this event is down and through the children's church area.